What does it mean to embody the masculine and feminine essence of reality? The answers lie in the alchemical and mystical symbols that have been used to understand these forces since mankind began to self-reflect. The chalice and the blade in alchemy, yin and yang in the Far East, Shiva and Shakti in the Vedic tradition, Isis and Osiris from Egypt, Odin and Freya in the mythos of the Teutons, and of course, Jesus and Mary Magdalene in our modern times. There are answers abound in even the most mundane of symbols. The simplest and easiest to understand of these symbolic polarities is the chalice and the blade. The chalice and the blade is most commonly represented by the six-pointed star, or hexagram, sometimes known as the seal of Solomon or the star of David. This symbol can be found in religious traditions throughout time. Its ubiquity throughout mankind alludes to the symbol being a primary archetype for understanding masculine and feminine dualities. The male principle, the blade, is associated with the conscious mind and the will, while the female principle, the chalice, is associated with the subconscious mind and the emotions. The feminine is a vessel from which reality is birthed, and the masculine is the energy which fills and supports that vessel. Neither is more powerful than the other, and together they create existence. This is a deep and profound concept that is the basis of all spiritual traditions. As we collectively rediscover the knowledge that has been hidden right in front of us, it begs the question, what does it mean to embrace the magic inherent in these dualistic and primal forces? Magic abounds as I step through the portal with two of the most magical and powerful individuals I have the pleasure to know and love. Emily is a powerful and beautiful feminine force on a deep path of awakening. It was really exciting to sit down with her and have the opportunity to create space for her to drop her knowledge. My friend Truth is a manifestation master and hip-hop legend in the making who never ceases to inspire. This podcast is hopefully only the first of many on this deep and poignant topic. I'm Anthony Sirius West. Thank you for listening and enjoy this episode of the Osiris Rising Podcast. Here's the deal, guys. We are here with Truth now and the amazing and beautiful Emily Rackett of Guayaquil Yerba Mate, crushing it at life. Guayaquil. Guayaquil. Got to say it right. All right. So we are going to discuss everything from truth and freedom to making your life your art, Mm -hmm. being hashtag artist life. (laughs) So let's get started, you guys. Why Why don't we start with Truth? Just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're all about. Well, I'll handle the truth and Emily can handle the freedom. Um, What am I all about? That is such a great question. I am about getting really present and um, I've been accused lately of being in the Facebook zone too much. Um, But that's a place where my truth lives as well. So 
I want to honor that. I want to honor everyone who's requesting more presence of me because it's such a great ask. You know, it's like when you want that presence and you want that truth. Like, truth now. Let's really ask it of each other and let's honor each other's truth regardless of whether or not that's, you know, paying attention to something you consider to be important or almost like a subtext thing or a, a, a root chakra thing. For me, my truth and what I'm about is bringing people freedom, bringing, delivering freedom, delivering truth it, as the way that I've seen it and perceived it. And, you know, that, that claim to fame, right? Truth now is like, you have a truth now. You have a truth now. You have a truth now. We're all in our truths right now. And that's what my name is about. My name is about holding myself accountable to my truth and holding myself accountable to establishing clear and like profound agreements with people so that when we are in our flow, we don't have any kind of glitches of what, what the truth is, what the presence is, what the work is to do. And I, um, I feel really like honored to be here because this is a platform and this is a beautiful platform, Anthony. So thank you for having me here to coalesce truth with you all. Yeah, I'm excited what we can create. Emily? Yeah, well, we're here at Lightning in a Bottle. We're here at Lightning in a Bottle and just pulled truth from the Guayaquil Dome where he was freestyling about how epic Yerba Mate is. So thank you, Truth, for that. My pleasure. <laughs> um, yeah, what to say? Well, I like to say that I am choosing this human experience as the means to create a masterpiece. So talk about life art. Um, super grateful that I can be here at Lightning in a Bottle using Yerba Mate as a vehicle to transform and create space and cultivate space for people to come into and just have um, full creative expression and kind of step into what it's like to yeah have that peace and that freedom and that truth mm. and Mate is a, a beautiful vehicle for me to work with to perpetuate that but also to live authentically to myself and my art and my life and my passion and my intention of well awakening and by default ideally bringing others to life as I awaken so thank you Guayaki Yerba Mate thank you Truth thank you Anthony for um, for being here yeah, stoked to stoked to collaborate with y'all on all the many things. Nice. Yeah, it's it's uh, actually um, it was Emily that brought something to my attention a while back about you know I was talking to her and I was like, hey, are you an artist? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, what do you create? She's like, my life. <laughs> like just like boom. And I was like, oh shit, life artist. Yeah, it makes sense. And that's kind of that has inspired me in a really deep way to just realize that like as an artist, it's not just about uh, physical creations but it's about the energy that you cultivate in your life and then to expand on that like I've said many times I think I said it yesterday in a few podcasts that I did it's like uh, to become a true artist isn't about what you're creating in the physical realm whether it be you know music or art or 
like in, uh, in painting sense or creating structures or whatever, but it's about, are you inspiring other people? And when mm. you begin to inspire others is when you truly become an artist. That's, that's the key. Um, and I think it was actually Dolly that said that, you mm. know, like artists inspire other artists. That's yes. what they do. They inspire art. They, mm. they are art. Mm-hmm. On that point, um, I just want to say that my main MO, which I keep kind of undercover, but for myself and what I can bring uh, to the field of others is essentially creating my field and curating my field so that it is phi 1.618 so that it is the natural order of things, the natural order of nature and the universe so that what I can create is that universal energy coming through me and bringing that to others and that is I feel as though the highest inspiration that you can give to others because that is channeling true source, true nature. So mm. yeah, working on that every single day and constantly having a clear for that and legitimately eating Buckminster Fuller molecules <laughs> and crystal <laughs> energies that I can continually- Become a clear vessel. Yeah, become a clear yeah. vessel. There is sure. none. There is none clearer than Emily. Um, speaking to the point of inspiration and, and artists inspiring artists, that's what I love about Lightning in a Bottle. That's what I love about our festy culture is that this isn't just about putting our work into the world for the sake of our ego or for the sake of um, moving the energies through us exclusively, but moving the energies through us to people who haven't necessarily found that voice yet, who, who haven't necessarily found that confidence yet and being like, look, it's not that difficult to throw up, you know, your sigil, you know, your embodiment, your, it, I, it's tough for sure. It takes the work, but at the end of the day, that's what you want to do in life anyway, is represent who you are, what you care about, and give that confidence to others to know that they can do it too. And that it doesn't stop at lightning in a bottle. It doesn't stop when we go off tour. It's a, like Emily said, it's a way to, it's a way to eat. It's a way to be. It's a way to feel where you feel very comfortable and very natural because you know that you that your life is a service and that service is about bringing other people into the awareness that life is a service. You know, when you see an animal four-legged, when you see a human, when you see someone in a place where they're not in like deepest deepest resonance with source creation and you just want to give that gift of being like you can. You you can. You are so allowed to be free. And and that and that freedom is something that people really get a taste of here and that and that that's why this is such an epic platform because we give people a real taste of freedom past Babylon, past corporate identity, past a lot of things that are illusions they don't need. So so let's let's talk deeper about that cuz you guys keep touching on like you say sigil and like talking about Buckminster Fuller and crystal energy and like all these things and really like what I like to talk about and what I like to get into in each and every one of these podcasts is like magic and personal mythology and like what you're about and how you're creating that magic how you're creating that inspiration what you're utilizing what ancient knowledge what modern knowledge and technology and like how as a as a person as a magical entity you're combining that with your language and your body language and the way everything like you're saying you live in phi like you try to be sacred geometry in the way that you speak and move and just be and so i'd really like to know 
so that other people can know too, since you guys are both super powerful individuals, is what kind of magic do you use? What kind of magic do you know about? What kind of magic do you cultivate on a daily basis so that you so you have that ritual and that, that space to create in, in a sacred way? Mm. Well, I mean, I feel as though my vessel is magic encapsulated you know and that's that's the realest form for me and so everything that uh comes out of that is an extension of that magic and i can see it in tangible form and honestly living in this world it does take a lot to maintain that and continue to feel that magic you know because <laughs> that's not ever something i'm not attached to it but it's not something that i ever want to lose you know yeah um it's a it's an interesting balance and a play but my my house i live in canada in vancouver canada such an epic place like the elements the fundamental elements of five being great water like spring water we're made up of water we need to curate the molecular structure of the water that we're drinking because we're you know via osmosis becoming that or it's becoming yeah. us, so that's that's key. And luckily, living in Vancouver, I can I have access to spring water. It's there's a spring ten minutes from my house. We use it for everything, and my house is actually called Phi Ratiom. We're all Phi Ratian, we say. So <laughs> we hold that space in my house. There, I live with my my best friends, my Phi family, and mm. we hold that space in my house down because we know whenever you know we we go away and we we work and we do all the things and we come back and we can come back to that layer where we can you know wrap ourselves in in the Phi yeah, once again because yeah, it's, it's sometimes. And, and yeah, it's in alignment. Your it's in alignment. Space. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's, so the water, the air quality there, I mean, relatively, yeah. for sure. And then the space and nature. So being grounded, earthing all the time as much as possible, breathing in the air. Like I breathe in the air, fire air with my feet in the ground. Like I drink water every morning. I breathe the air. We need to do that. Um, other than that, it's, uh, yeah, all, all so much about the food that we eat. I really drink most mostly liquids, bi-liquids, superfoods, um, weaning off food a little bit as much as possible because I've realized that what are we eating for? I mean, we're eating for energy, right? I don't know. Most of us seem to be eating for, for pleasure sure. and it's and depleting energy. our energy. Like we're trying, we're digesting all these hybridized foods and it's taking energy to digest that. It's, it's backwards. So, um, yeah, just, just building up the Jing, the Qi and the Shen and keeping that strong. And, uh, there's so many different modes to do that, but a lot of it comes down to, I mean, fundamentally the physical and, and how we, how we are in the physical, but then emotional, mental spiritual um i keep my door like at my house i keep my door shut even though i live with my whole my whole five family my door to my room is shut i like keep the five space in there so i have uh oftentimes i'll have particular kinds of i don't know binaural beats happening or um tibetan kind of singing bowls instruments uh saging all the time i mean so you're so I mean, basically, like what you're saying is your ritual is just about cleansing and becoming a clearer and clearer vessel so that you can yeah. be filled with more sacred, 
space, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, Venus no, totally. Space. And like More space. To, in, to a level, I mean, to an integral level, Truth and I were just talking about this, but to an integral level, um, meaning that I integrate all of it, really, um, from magic to the mysticism to the rational to the postmodern, the pluralistic. I mean, bring it all in and embrace all of it, really. But, you know, transmuting it and transforming it to phi as much as I can. I mean, that's the work yeah. for me. It might it might sound like a little, it's pretty existential, but that I literally feel it and I see it and I breathe it. So Yeah, I mean, another, another main thing that I like to discuss on this podcast is, uh, you know, the sacred masculine and the sacred feminine and what that actually means and what what the empowered feminine and what the empowered masculine looks like mm. and that's super inspiring to hear you know because i mean that's what the holy grail is is the sacred feminine that that clear vessel for source to you know to manifest and become and it's like she you know emily's talking about just like she focuses her life on being a clearer cleaner more sacred vessel and that's that's beautiful that's what it's all about for the feminine it's like that is the feminine priestess of like the high priestess is like i create my space to become a clearer and clearer and clearer vessel you know and that's that's amazing i mean there's not a lot of women that have that clarity and to hear that and to have you share that with people so that they can see that that's possible and that that's what you're doing it's amazing that's, that's awesome it's thank you thank you for recognizing that but it, it's mm. funny that you say holy grail because i had this this um well realization in my own experience some years ago that the holy grail is actually an icosahedron like a vector equilibrium mm. you know it's just right. the most fine and it's like every you know talk about a clear vessel but that literally is it yeah for me empty the vessel so that you can be filled by source yeah you and know? that's and that's it and then and then truly as a creator and as an artist of life you know the more that you clear yourself out it's like it's like Taoism, you know it's like the vessel it's like the more you clear and the bigger and more empty the vessel is the more it can hold more and that's the truth it's like the yeah. bigger you make your vessel and the clearer it is you can hold more and more energy safely and effectively and it's just you just grow and your influence grows and your outreach grows and your creativity grows with your vessel totally. and that's really it you know mm -hmm. and that's that's such a awesome awesome way of interacting with your environment and and such a beautiful thing that you found the power in that feminine energy to know just like, I'm just gonna become a vessel. And mm -hmm. it's not about, you know, necessarily the action aspects. It's about me like listening to beautiful music and eating amazing food and just holding space. Like literally presenting my field to people so that their field is ideally transformed to phi because that's how strong yeah. it is. That's that's actually my underlying mission. I mean, it's, almost, it's almost too like, they're already fi. I mean, they're yeah. already, it's just like, like you said, clearing it okay. out so you can see it and mm -hmm. recognize it and hold that space because you can't help it. I mean, the body is broken down by the phi ratio. Every step you take is inevitably that way. I you mean, know? yeah, ideally, but we live in such a toxic world. That yeah, where they're blocked. And, yeah. 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 I like to say that uh, we all need brainwashing because our brains are filthy. You know, filthy I mean, brains. We've been, we've been programmed so deeply to believe that the three... D is the only D. <laughs> and so if anyone, you know, this is a podcast you can't see, but luckily and inspirationally, Emily is the embodiment of everything she's saying. I wanted to hit on your question about magic and what that means yeah. and how, what, how, what we utilize. 
And Emily touched upon beautifully the air and the water. So I want to honor a couple, a few more elements. Um, I work with the fire. The fire is something that if it were to arrive after having not been here for the past, you know, obviously fire's been here forever, forever. But our integration with fire, our control, our, um, our still present, you know, battle sometimes with the fires that burn in California and all across the world is, uh, is something that comes from our inability to achieve mastery with, with the rest of the elements. So when fire burns, it purifies. You know, we're talking right now about purification, pure water, pure air, you know, and the fire is the purifier. So the same way that the earth and the elements and the water washes it away, the fire burns what isn't real, burns what is illusion, what is not necessary. And so when I work with the fire and when I talk to the fire and when I stoke the fire, I listen a lot because if you notice your conversations and your, your prayers, they'll be echoed by the fire. They'll pop inside the fire because the fire is always listening and the fire wants to help fire is here to help it's been keeping us warm it's been providing us light it's been you know cooking our food it's been doing so many things for us fire has been doing so many things for us for forever and so when I work with fire when I when I hold a fire when I make a fire I pray you know and I pray to the fire that that what isn't real for me and what isn't serving me will be will be burned up in that fire and we make offerings you know so when you come to the wa when you come to the water like Emily does her life is that offering for the water. And when I come to the fire, my life is an offering for that fire. And I just ask and I, and I beg and I, and I thank the fire for burning what isn't, what isn't good, what, everything that's not working for me, everything that's not allowing the highest and purest light to flow through me and the highest and purest dark to flow through me. And that mastering that balance is what the fire will help you do. So if you, have curiosity with magic if you have curiosity with with spirit if you have that natural inclination build a fire learn how to build a fire you know it's something that will serve you in, a, in ways you can't fathom in ways that this reality hasn't programmed you to be able to fathom yet but it's it's very real and it's very present and then the other element that I wanted to touch on as we all touch it is the earth and here we are and the earth would be nothing without fire and it would be nothing without water and you know, it would be this, this dry dust. But the water gives it life. You know, the water brings it to life and the fire cleans it. And so with earth elements and with the stone and with the stone people and with the tree people and everything that, that is so nourished from soil, the, you know, the vegetables and the fruits and everything that we need to eat and what the four-leggeds walk on and what the two-leggeds walk on is this earth. So Gaia, you know, for lack of a better bird, lack of a better bird, lack of a better pacha, <laughs> name Pachamama, you know, we have this earth and it's a gift and it's a gift from beyond, it's a gift from source. And so honoring that earth every step, you know, it's so hard to remember, but one thing we can do is not soil this earth and, and not, you know, not create any reality where this earth is, is made <coughs> toxic or made, you know, impure when it is so pure and when it is so healing and so transformative that, you know, they say dirt is a, is an antidepressant. <laughs> it's For so sure. real that you put your, freaking hands in this dirt 
and be made pure and be made pure by the work that you do with those elements so for me that's magic for me it's it's a it's a deep ritualistic understanding that comes from the indigenous comes from systems and programs that were you know squashed and and committed genocide upon and all these things so that we we can we can talk to these people and we can honor these people and and honor the teachings because that's quote unquote magic it's the science of the earth it's the science of the elements and we've learned quote unquote learned to reprogram and to call these things other you know latin names when it's not necessarily required at all to honor them you know yeah that was beautiful thank you that was a lot but that was beautiful (laughs) yeah thanks true i I'm curious now, like uh, that conversation with you now, explaining your magic and Emily's and, and kind of touching on the, the sacred feminine and how she's, you know, a sacred feminine priestess and just doing her work. How do you express your sacred masculinity? What does that mean to you and how do you express it through your magic? You oh, know, man, thank you for that question. That question gives chills to me. Um, the little truth bumps that we know in that field of resonance. How? How, how, how? Well, I love that word too. The way that I do this is I do my best every moment, every other moment sometimes, to get out of my head, right? To get into my body, the sacred vessel. Because if I get into my body, then I'm listening to the feminine immediately. You know what I mean? Because we have that X, Y, you know? And that's what I love about like science, right? It teaches us what's already so known. There is no man without woman. There's no woman without man. So. It's about establishing that connection. The way I work with the sacred feminine is I shut up. I do my best to shut up because I'm running a program about what that means and about my, you know, my root urges and about my, you know, genetic imperative to populate the earth. But really, what I need to do is listen. And so the way that the masculine arrives for the feminine is through listening. Because the, the feminine knows so much about what needs to get done. And that's why, you know, we have an inexcusable amount of female leadership in this country that we happen to be inside of, this business that we happen to be inside of, because we're not listening to the feminine. You know, and, it, and I'm not talking about the false feminine, about, you know, when a, a feminine principality or feminine gender embodies masculinity to yeah. achieve power. I'm talking about grace. The real, the real feminine. Birth, you know. We have come here through our mothers. And so when we disrespect the feminine, when we bring our program about toxic masculinity, our program about, you know, I'm a man, so I will lead this household. You know, when we bring that false reality to women, they just, so I'm curious, I'm curious because I I mean, I do a lot of work on this. I got, you know, I'm in a group that started a men's circle that basically we spend our entire time together focusing on diving deeper into what it means to be sacred masculine what it means to be the higher male and be doing things correctly and it's interesting because i hear you i hear this a lot and uh i hear you speaking about like i i'm trying to find the right words to say this but it's like you're taking you know like there's the empowered feminine but then you're saying masculine to shut up and listen and that's very powerful but like what is the other part of that like masculine and feminine energy are equally powerful oh of course equally powerful and they both have something to do and have something to say i see the problem in society as the fact that like this illusion that's been created that the empowered feminine mimics the masculine exactly when there isn't a high enough respect for like what emily's speaking of about clearing out and being 
vulnerable and being open and being the sacred feminine. It's the, b- the balance of uh, electromagnetics, electric yeah. and magnetic. You know, they need to balance each other out. They're 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 necessary, both necessary yeah. elements. And they're both extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. And so I'm saying like, I'm 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 curious because I'll I'm down to speak on it afterwards. Sure. Um, from my opinion, but I'm I'm curious as to like when you're saying that. I hear you coming at it like in this way that the masculine is, and I don't know if this is your intention, but it's like the masculine is innately wrong. No. And what I'm curious is like, what is right about the masculine? Like what, you know, cause it's like in the, yeah. in speaking about magic and giving examples and like leading people and like people that listen to this or whatever, wanting to know how it's like, we know how not to do it. We know how not to do it. How do we, how as men, do we show up for women or how is masculine embodiments show up for feminine embodiments in the way that allows them to fully blossom open and do what they need to do while we're fully blossoming open and doing what we need to do without shutting either down well, so again, how do you show up for that again it's not it's not to shut down what's what's real for a man it's again to shut down the program that is we're the leaders because yeah, it is okay. a cooperation. So I yeah, thank fully you. Co- full cooperation. Full cooperation. So that it, it it's not wrong making or right making of anything other than the patriarchy. You know, I I seek I seek with in, inside the patriarchy to offer the perspective that it's not working. So what's right? your so how do you what is it what does it mean to you to full, show full show up fully in your power what is the what are the rituals that you cultivate to be the best man so that you're not you're not you're not perpetuating the the typical patriarchy but you are i mean men, masculine entities are leaders yes. they're creators it's like yes. the feminine like emily's saying like she her work is like she wants to be a clearer vessel so that when she's there she literally emanates the truth and emanates freedom and changes the 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 vibration around her so everybody feels that and that is so powerfully feminine to like just presence is changing the grid can i speak to this yeah please tell us so i can shut up because i find it kind of hilarious because truth is you know embodying truth but truth's mind he's a he's a beautiful mind and there's so much truth running in his mind and it's an interesting balance we have going on because i'm speaking to curating the structure of my field with my body you know and truth was speaking to um prior he was talking about shutting up his mind you know so he's he's i'm kind of looking at it like this Um, masculine being mind in that way and the feminine being body Um, and i think where we've gone off balance is is the mind has been has been trying to fill the body. And uh, so it's a matter of having the body be filled, you know? So maybe the masculine, for instance, holding the space for the feminine to fill that space yes. with. Um, yes. That's right. And That's it's awful. a lot of it is, um, I mean, I feel like with the patriarchy and where we've really gone off balance is our mind has been running the show and I mean all is mentalism and I'm not really speaking to that I'm speaking to the awareness center in our mind that that makes the decisions and that's where we've gone off because we've totally forgot about the intelligence of our body and embodying my body as a feminine that's where I've come to 
mostly is, you know, and we speak about magic and rituals and I'm, I'm thinking about, I'm feeling, I'm feeling about how um, being in an integral place where I'm not looking to, oh, well, this philosophy says this and this philosophy says that and I'm following that. It's an intelligence of my body that I follow. So my, my practices is all about going into my body and allowing my body to run the show. And I feel like that is, is a necessary element for every masculine or feminine to step into is paying awareness and paying respect and reverence to the intelligence, the mass intelligence of our body. And our earth, this is the same thing, you know? Yeah. And we've forgotten all about it, it seems as though, because we are very stuck in our mind, in our masculine. So I want to I wanna take quick, a second. Real quick. Yeah, go for it. I want to so take a second, a second to speak to that. I just want to thank Emily for that, because it's my, that is my truth. That is exactly my truth, that there is a... There is a grace and a perfection and a divine order, and the way that we're shaped and the way that we're built is for masculinity to represent a certain sacred hardness, like a spear tip, you know, like the phallus, and for masculine and for femininity to embody a sacred softness. And that softness is what feeds us, and that softness, you know, excites us and um, is, is so so comfortable and so passionately aware of itself. And then inside of that balance, we have exactly what Emily was talking about, which is the masculine building, the hard structures and, and the foundation, the foundation and the arrows and, and bringing home meat and everything that we've done for a million years, whether or not you consume meat or not, the, the, the meat of uh, yeah, the, the meat of, of just nourishment in nourishment. the physical realm. Yeah, and like yeah. like a uh, like a space again because you know a feast is for everyone, but yet we've had these different orders and these different embodiments as to in, in terms of our roles around the feast, right? Say for example, you know the men are uh, maybe a bit bigger, or you know again, and this is not to say like that there's some kind of squashing of the feminine warrior because the feminine warrior is so real and so powerful and that's one of the things that Emily fully embodies it, it, simultaneously with her sacred softness is this this like beautiful well, sacred hunger. I want to I want to go on a, I want to go expanding off that and expanding off what Emily said I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant yes but uh yeah so basically like the work that we've been doing in our men's circle is a lot around that and realizing that like as a man how do I clear myself out like my practices like my movement practice and my dietary practices and my ritual practices and my creative practices are all about like shutting down the mind and only and utilizing the mind for what it's good for and being fully in the body and so you know the feminine in my opinion is you know I see them I see her I don't understand it and I don't need to understand it what I need to do is see it and appreciate it and like in its beauty like women are sacred vessels they're inspiration they are pleasure creatures they are pleasure embodied and like when a man sees that it activates his body like it activates them fully and if you get in your mind about it then you start to want to dominate and you want to take and you want to have and you want to acquire right and if you can learn to like quiet the mind down to a certain extent and you still feel those same feelings but you 
you know how to direct that energy into action, that's what women do. That's what the feminine does. They show you like, here's the energy. Like you want energy? Like look over there. That's the inspiration. That's the thing that gives you the energy. And you see that and your whole body gets activated into action. And so there's sacred action and then there's like action what the patriarchy is doing and exactly. domination and wanting to steal and take and, and destroy Harvest. to get what they want. Harvesting, yeah. Right. Rather than cultivating, rather than turning and building a foundation and going out and hunting and like taking care of the feminine so that she can be the high priestess, so that she can be the vessel, so that she can clear herself out, so that she can inspire even greater foundations to be built and either greater even greater momentum to move forward and it's it's hard it's like that inspiration is hard to hold that amount of energy it's like um, me and Emily were talking yesterday about trust and like trusting and how hard it is to learn to be in that ever-present feeling of trust and like what true trust actually feels like it's very uncomfortable to sit in that that precipice of trust and like be aware that you know your intentions will manifest but not necessarily in the way that you think that they're going to manifest and as a male that's and we get in our head and that's hard because we want what we want when we want it how we want it and it's like we can't always have that but we can take that energy and direct it into things to build a better foundation so that that when you know what i mean so that it can be rearranged and yes trusting that utilizing the energy in the proper way will call in what we desire and what we want as a masculine entity you know, and it's like, it's like the tr the trust. What I was telling Emily is almost like, you know, that moment like you're going on a roller coaster and you're like right up at the top of the roller coaster and there's that moment of like holding your breath and your whole being is like, holy shit, here we go. You know, imagine being on the roller coaster, about to have the craziest orgasm of your life, and you're stopped right at the tip of the roller coaster, and you're right about to have an orgasm, but it never comes. Like the orgasm doesn't come, you don't go over the tip of the roller coaster, you just sit in that feeling of anticipation and knowing and all that energy that's like that's like the kundalini that like feels like your body is gonna explode. And how much of how much energy as the masculine can you hold and let it flow through to the, your fingertips and take action while holding that energy? I mean you could run a fucking you could run twenty marathons. You see like a beautiful woman and all of a sudden you're just like, oh, I could run through the wall and I can just keep running, yes. you know? And it's like, yes. so direct that into building the new culture and the new foundation and the new everything. Build, the, build that, see her, appreciate her, love her and build that. that build is, her something. That's the sacred Buffalo cat Build her something. Build her something. Can build I, her something. Can I build her all to, the things. Yeah, build, build all the things is great. Um, on that point, divine feminine speaking to the divine masculine and how I mean, yeah, build cure, build the space, you know, you have to build the space, the structure on the space for the feminine to want to fill. Yes. That's literally what it is. So if you can do that and build the space and have the feminine feel comfortable and passionate about coming in and filling it, I mean, that's essentially it. And I just want to put out there because, I mean, I run shit in, in the business work that yeah. I'm doing and I have to, I balance, you know, and I'm speaking to, when I speak to this, I'm speaking internally in myself as well as externally when we're playing the polars, but I have to flip yin yang, like in the business world and in my home life. Moment to moment. Moment to moment. And I just want to say how much I appreciate the yang Mel energy going out there and hunting and providing the shit and like, 
being in service in that way because even when I like make love with a man and I, I'm like getting shit done all day or whatever it is, I'm like trying to work and then I throw that away and then I make love with a man and then I just like float, I fly away interdimensionally into deep yin void space where I'm like filled, like I'm filling my body and it's a really hard space to come out of and come back to like, okay, now I gotta write this email, or I gotta drive this car and I need to like know how to work shit. <laughs> it's just, I really appreciate the divine masculine being there in support, um, in build and in, in service to that. So let's not throw away those polars, I feel, because I, I mean, as much as I love like driving shit forward and being in the yang and doing all of that, it feels so good to be deep in the yin and ultimately like, you know, in gender as a feminine, that feels that feels right for me. Like that feels correct. So Hashtag thank you to all the divine masculine that are yeah. that are curating that support, <laughs> building a, that trust, 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 yeah. <laughs> so just honoring that, I just wanna honor Anthony because there is divine masculine literally happening right now as these bolts hold up these microphones as the, the the steel the elements that you've provided anthony give a platform to the goddess you know what i mean the more we can harness the ability to create with the intent of spreading consciousness the more we are serving the, the divine and that, masculine and that's the divine that's the key is like you know, I've been experimenting with this my whole life, and I'm I'm like a triple Aquarius, like I'm fucking out there. I just sit there, I just sit and observe. I don't like to talk in in certain situations. I don't like groups of people. I like to observe and I like to pay attention and I like to see how things are arranged and how they interact and like see the macrocosm and the microcosm and how it's all happening. And that's what I've learned is my job is not to raise consciousness. I, as a masculine entity, I cannot do that. I don't do that. I don't inspire in the same way. I don't raise consciousness. What I do I is I build. Well, no, but listen. No, check this out. I build the things yeah. just as the foundation. So it's like here's the space, and then the divine feminine can come in, and she just stands there. And me, me and my friend Ken talk about this all the time because his wife is one of the most beautiful women you've ever seen. Like so powerful, and and she dances and like. There's something about, like, she is so shy and all these things, but, you know, she, you go, she goes up on stage and she starts to dance and she totally loses herself in that and she totally becomes it. And then all of a sudden you look around and people are crying and you can see their consciousness raising just because of that. There's nothing, you know what I mean? Like, her gift is not building the stage. Her gift is not all the things that need to happen so that she can be up there. Her gift is literally she puts on her, her, her garb and her dress and she goes up there and she inspires with her physical body, like you're saying. Yeah. Like, it's like, she is the inspiration. She is the consciousness. She is raising it. So, like, as a man, like you're saying, like, supply the space. Bring the bolts. Bring the metal. Bring the thing. Put it up. And then just be open and ready for it to be inhabited with the knowledge. Totally. Allow, to allow, to allow. round it back, what I was saying before, how I can go into that space that you're speaking of like how she is when she dances on stage um, when you cure when you build that space for a woman to go into whether sexually or however it is and that's I mean that's the return right the give and receive is she's she's able to like fill herself with that consciousness and then give it yeah. you know 
So it, it's important, I feel like, just, just touching on the polars again. Those polars are important to recognize and, yeah. Yeah, and respect. Pay respect to. And yeah, and not try to, into. you know, because with all this, like, trying to tear down the patriarchy, fair enough, but let's still respect the polars, you know, because honestly, I don't want to be, I don't want to hold the Yang space all the time for myself, you know, like I would job. love, yeah, it's not my job. I can do it, I'm capable, but it's it's not my ideal it position. It doesn't feel good. And that's what I'm talking about. When I say tear down the patriarchy, or if I said tear down the patriarchy, it's only to achieve balance. It's only because things are out of balance. Yeah. And at, and, and at lightning in a bottle, and in the world, and all over the place, if we allow, and if we really truly empower the feminine, we will inspire balance. It'll ha- it's, ha- it's, it's happening. happening. It's, yeah. it's happening now. It's like, uh, I mean, that's what this, this podcast is called Osiris Rising, and, and I don't know if you, if you know the legend of Osiris or whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, that's, that's what it's all about, is like the, 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 there's a shift happening you know that and you know that and like what has happened up till this point is like the masculine has been messed up the masculine has not i don't think the true sacred masculine has been here exactly. and now the masculine has been put back together the sacred masculine and now he can remembered yeah remembered and now well that's osiris was de- obliterated and chopped up into a bunch of pieces and strewn out all over the world what did isis do uh isis went and found him and put him back together and then when yeah. she and the last thing they did was was uh, give him back his sexuality, and as soon as his true conscious sexuality was back, then it, it he came back. He was back, and he fucking took back over the kingdom. And that's what's happening is that the sacred masculine has been so polluted, and like you're saying, like coming back to the truth of what it means to be a man, and realizing like that the sexuality has been polluted. And sexuality is the most powerful thing. Like that energy is Creation. what creates the mm-hmm. what creates the foundation. That's what I'm talking about. About that like going forward and taking action like that action comes from that chakra that energy center of the taking action yep. and this, and it's been it's been twisted and polluted into where it's like it 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 expresses itself as domination and taking and like you're saying destruction and harvest illusion tricks yeah and now now it can be taking action building space and and getting things prepared right and making it comfortable so that the feminine can inhabit it in a comfortable powerful way and can and, remember us and remember and see us yeah and see it it's like I, I always like to you know I do theta with people and do all these different things and what I noticed is a lot of women were having these traumas around like the witch hunts and all the the masculine like the church entity destroying all that magic and what what I what I had a vision of is realizing that like not only did that affect the women but the truly powerful men were also wizards and what happened when that happened is they attacked the women but the wizards and the men that held that magic had to step back and disappear into the shadows because they had families to take care of and they had knowledge to keep and they knew that they needed to keep that knowledge right so they disappeared into the fabric of existence and now we're re-emerging again the wizards and the warlocks and these sorcerers that know the knowledge that know the language that know all these things that have been suppressed it's like the women were killed and all that knowledge supposedly disappeared but it didn't go away it's just been hiding in the shadows waiting and now it's time and it's coming back and it's coming out and we're bringing it back and we're doing the ceremonies again and the rituals and we know what we're doing and we're awakening and remembering that we know what we're doing that's what's going on yeah love it love it that was a lot that was a lot that was a good lot ranting and raving what was really interesting about when you were channeling that arrival is that I noticed I may or may not have a broken rib right now (laughs) and I just related that immediately back to Adam and Eve 
for and sure. The, the story, you know, the the, the bullshit about, uh, you know, here, take <laughs> this, take this rib, so that you may exist <laughs> and populate the earth. Lilith, Lilith was first, bro. Exactly. That's the feminine. Exactly. I and don't want. Universe, I don't want one made out of my rib. The universe. <laughs> Not yet. The universe gave birth to creation. You know. That's you, the first religion. That's, you need to have. You need to have both. And so, thank you again for honoring the poles because. Uh, we plug in together and that's how we make more life and it seems to me that the point of this density and the point of this reality is to cultivate life to come and and to sacredly intentionally bring life forth because from there we can have just this amazing amazing appreciation for yeah, for we, creation we worry you know there's so many people that are that are building and trying to create a better world and the, the native cultures have it correct, you know, and we're focused so hard on like making it happen now. Like we want everything now, we want everything yesterday and that's such a disease in our culture. And really what it is, is like what I've learned is like cultivating the, the clarity so that I can pass that on to the next generation so that they can pass that on to the next generation and slowly bending the society and the culture back to what back to center to where it needs to be because it's not you can't Communion. do it in one generation you can't do it it takes time and it takes cultivation and it's a slow moving process but it can be done yeah. but it just has to be done with awareness and patience and ultimate patience because we won't be around to see it we won't be here to see it that's seven generations away and we just need to know that what we're doing is affecting seven generations so every step that we take we do it in the sacred ratio, we clear ourselves out so everything that we do is in harmony with creation. Yeah, and, and that's mutating it, our genes yeah. in harmony with creation. Well, activating them. I mean, activating they're already there. Them. It's just activating yeah. it. Flying the flag. I, I feel as though there's a great mutation happening though in this evolution as well. Like we're gonna come out, we're gonna come out different than we were before. Always. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm. I mean, it needs to happen. There's all this breaking down and dissolution and just insanity blowing up everywhere um but Callie's i coming. see i see Callie's i coming. see the out i mean i see the outcome i see it's gonna we're evolving in a good way i yeah. feel that i mean we're evolving in the correct way yeah i feel that yeah i don't think we have a choice i think that's what's so miraculous about creation is that uh i think it was like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said the universe bends to good. You know, it, 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 it's, it's going to always have its angels and its demons. It's always going to have its conflict because from conflict comes resolution. You can't have peace without war. You, you really you can't know anything other than just, just bliss. And again, bliss is amazing, but bliss is not a teacher the same way that union is a teacher. And so as we heal these wounded masculines and these wounded feminines so that they can embody their purest light, their purest balance, their purest arrival. We Yeah, and I, I we move. I know that you guys have other things to do, so we're gonna wrap it up um, over the next few minutes. But I just I just really wanna wanna thank Emily for doing the work that she's doing. Uh, like just inspiring the feminine and being the feminine and um it's good to to hear that and know that that's what you're all about and learn more about you it's it's really inspiring to know that you know what you're doing yeah and you're trusting you. in your power 
on and that who note, you are. can I say one thing that I want to end this with in inspiration to the feminine, hopefully? Um, some good magic that I've been playing with on the word of, well, we talked about Lilith and the creative force yeah. um, and having the fire elixirs is drinking my moon blood. Mm, that's what's get it. up. That's what's up. That's and what sharing it with with part with my partner as well or partners i mean it's uh yeah that creative force that magic is so powerful and um i mean that's that's creative that's creation in effect that's a creative really really beautiful elixir to um to have and embody (laughs) (laughs) so putting it out there for for the women that have any interest in in learning more about that and um yeah yeah i would say the more we share each other's fluids in a safe and sacred way we are we are learning balance we are literally imbibing genetic information for healing and the the best the best thing you can do is is be that open you know and, and and not follow some story about what is or what isn't gross but go behind the story. Why do they not want you to have the consciousness of your partner? Why do they not want you to imbibe the um, the sacred elixir of life? You know, whether that be the blood or the cream or everything that we are, everything that comes out. You know, there's there's places and times and and ways for revealing that which is beyond. And thank you, Emily, for offering that Magic. amazing consciousness. And truth, I want to thank you as well for just being truth. You are truth. <laughs> That's the way it is. You speak truth. You're a hip-hop artist, Truth Now Music. It's amazing. I just want to thank you for doing the work that you're doing and holding that space down and just speaking the truth always. You know, you go forward with power and, you know, confidence. You're just doing it with confidence. That's a hard thing to do. That's that's the sacred masculine right there is being confident and, and speaking the truth. And standing in your truth and also, you know, knowing how to listen and be wrong when it's time to be wrong. Knowing how to knowing how to stand with confidence and be like, we're doing this. And then the feminine being like, uh, no, don't do that. And you're like, okay, we're not doing that. Yes. You know, it's like, <laughs> exactly. and still be confident about both of the moves. Like, that's why whatever I, you say, we're not going to do it. We'll do this now. Okay, we're doing this. <laughs> that's why when I say shut up and listen, it's not to anyone in particular. It's to exactly like yeah. Emily interpreted. It's to the mind. It's to the story. It's to the program that says, no, 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 no. I, my, <laughs> my dick exists. And therefore, I point the way. When in reality, you, you point the way only to the support. You, you know, you only point the way to, to save where the, space. To where the feminine energy is like, we need a, we need this to be built here. Right. Where? Here. Okay, here. We're right. going to build and the, that's why how we big, point. How big and how, how big. sturdy and how much money do we need? We'll get all the things. You just, you just sit here and you be open and you be vulnerable and you be pleasure and you be all the things that inspire me. And then I will build whatever <laughs> you need me to build right here as strong and as big and as opulent as you need it to be. That's the best. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, thank you again, Anthony, for honoring my truth. I really feel that, and I really, again, just want to throw another wrench that <laughs> we are we are all creators. We are all arriving through the union of masculine and feminine. So if you are a powerful masculine 
woman or a, a powerful feminine man, thank you because you are blending and you are showing us the sacred androgyny as to how we arrive at union because so for so long we've been oppressing that which is so different, that which is hermaphrodite, that which is homosexual, that you know that which we have a story about from you know years and years, thousands of years of wrong making through fear of the feminine rising. Yeah that now we have the time and we have the patience to be like, oh, yeah, you're a chick with a hammer? That's Fuck yeah. That's a good that's a good thing to to close on to is like when we even talk about the masculine, we've been talking about the feminine. And I think that a lot of the times those are attached to genders. That's attached to man, woman, when in fact it has nothing to do with that. Exactly. That's an energy that flows through. It can inhabit any body. You know, gender is a body thing. Gender is a physical reality thing. It's a 3D reality thing. And what we're talking about is far beyond the physical reality. Exactly. It's like, you know, that masculine and the feminine are separate things from 3D reality. So they can inhabit anything. Yeah. You know, they can inhabit. And a, they a, do. A, the feminine can inhabit a man's body a man and gender and, a, and the masculine can have a, a woman's body and gender you know and it doesn't matter it's the energy that counts and that's so why we don't need to police any of this because putting your, it's, it's natural your, yeah putting your truth in on that too that's awesome thank you guys this was thank epic you. it was yeah. an awesome opportunity let's uh -oh. do it again sometime let's do this uh -oh. yeah <laughs> thanks <laughs>